What's up, guys? Benjamin David here, your co-host here on Update Nerd Style, but I know I haven't been here in a while, so uh, if my voice is new to you, I am not new, I promise. Uh, I am actually the network manager here at Comic Book INTL, and speaking of which, uh, CBI Live, baby. This is our first episode of CBI Live, Comic Book INTL Live. I went live on the Comic Book INTL Instagram, at Comic Book INTL, follow us there. Uh, and then the rest of the details I explained just now, but I wanted to introduce myself because uh, I realized I didn't in the video. First ever one. Uh, we're going to be recapping New York Comic Con 2019, the amazing press interviews I did. Um, and again, my name is Benjamin David. You can find me at Benjamin of David on Instagram. My writing at c506collectible506.com. And uh, it's so good to be back on here, here on Update Nerd Style. And as I say, uh, I'm going to start posting these pretty often, hopefully once a week. That's my goal, but um, if I can't, at least every other week. Get some more content here in addition to, and you know, the content's not going away from Hadoen, H-A-D-O-W-E-N on Instagram, Owen Kinnair. Uh And we also have another episode of Horrible, what is it? Horrible Horror October. <laughs> uh, the horror show, the horror um, review show that Owen has been doing, deliberately watching bad horror movies and reviewing them. Uh, the episode of Rubber is up, the last episode of Rubber reviewing that weirdly philosophical whatever i describe it all here on this episode of cbi live so just stay tuned and uh happy con from benjamin david and above and batman beyond what's up guys welcome to our first ever uh cbi live comic book intl live uh, obviously we're on uh, instagram live here but this will be an opportunity for me to uh post kind of a Q&A type show and a more, you know, often posted, consistently posted new show uh, to our Comic Book INTL YouTube channel. So subscribe again, Comic Book INTL on YouTube. Uh, obviously you're at Comic Book INTL right now if you're on Instagram. It's also an opportunity, uh, we're in audio here on the Comic Book INTL network. Uh, so yeah, it's an opportunity for me to post to the uh, Update Nerd Style feed. Check out my co-host at Hadoen, H-A-D-O-W-E-N, uh, on Instagram, Owen Kinnair. He does um, gaming, Marvel. Now he's doing a horrible October. He's going to come over uh, right here in the Beyond Cave for my Above and Batman Beyond show. But we're going to do a crossover here on Update Nerd Style. And we're going to do some Halloween stuff. So we're going to watch some bad horror movies and talk about them. And I'm going to wear cosplay-ish uh, makeup. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Again, this is a new show, uh, Comic Book INTL YouTube, Update Nerd Style and Audio. Uh, this is also an opportunity for me to do some C506 press recap. I write for collectible506.com. And uh, today what we're going to do is a New York Comic Con press interview recap and Q&A. Uh, I am so excited that I was just at New York Comic Con. I had an opportunity to do so much amazing stuff interview-wise, uh, production-wise, audio, Got some new equipment. I got a, a Zoom recorder and mics and all this cool stuff that I got to use. Uh, the filmmaking begins. The documentarian that I guess I uh, always wanted to be begins. <laughs> um, but yeah, Seat 506, Collectible 506. Check out my writing over there. I got a piece coming, uh, which a written form of my interview with Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Uh, Will Friedle, videos of both of those are up. Lauren Tom, the voice of Dana Tan on Batman Beyond. Uh, and by the way, this is for my above Batman Beyond show, like I was saying, uh, at Batman Beyond podcast on Instagram and above and Batman Beyond on YouTube. Um, so I'm going to open it up for Q&A. So the whole time, just uh, feel free to ask cues and I will give you some uh, A's. In the meantime, again, I'm going to keep recapping con. Holy, like 
this was nuts. So Thursday, and, and then some other interviews. So let's throw out some of the names to, to entice you guys. Let's get you guys hooked here. Uh, we got from the cast and crew of Batman Beyond, Kevin Conroy, like I said, the voice of Batman. Then we got Will Friedle, the voice of Batman Beyond, uh, Young Batman, Terry McGinnis. Lauren Tom, the voice of Dana Tan, who is also Julie from Friends, uh, Ross's girlfriend Julie uh, from Friends. Then we got Andrea Romano, voice director, legendary voice director Andrea Romano from the whole DCAU pretty much, DC Animated Universe, a bunch of other stuff thereafter, DC Animated Movies, and then like every cartoon for uh, 20 some odd years. Nuts, Andrea Romano. As an aspiring voice actor, currently I've, I am in some stuff as well right now. I, she is like one of my idols. Cannot believe I got to talk to her alone. Let alone Batman, which we'll get into. Oh my god. Then, who else? Uh, we had James Tucker, one of the uh, one of the directors and I believe producers on uh, you know Batman Beyond and a bunch of stuff. Then we had Alan Burnett. Nuts. That was crazy. So that was like the press interview. That was Sunday. That was where obviously like the big profile things that I did. Thursday, I talked to Jim Fletcher, who is the executive creative director of DC Collectibles, right from the DC booth. Now when I say DC booth, not just the DC Collectibles booth, it's not just like, you know, it's, uh, it's not just like it's going to Toy Fair, which is cool, they have a DC Collectibles booth. This is the DC booth because it's the in-house collectibles company, it's nuts. Um, so I interviewed Jim Fletcher right from the DC booth, like the stuff from the display case right next to the collectibles case, which is where we were interviewing, like filming in front of, is right next to the new, newly unveiled Harley Quinn and other uh, like costuming for Birds of Prey, the movie. It's nuts. Joker stuff everywhere, like DC booth. <laughs> um, DC Universe was all over the place. Really cool stuff. Uh, so that, <clears throat> excuse me, that interview is going to be coming video uh, on Comic Book INTL. Some of that footage, um, or I should say podcast clips with the audio of it, and then some imagery uh, put in there, like podcast video clips. Those are on my Instagram, at DC Collecticast for that show. Subscribe to all that. That's the audio show. And then as well, uh, got a bunch of YouTube stuff coming. That'll be, again, comic book INTL, uh, just like this show. So yeah, uh, some shout outs. Uh, Warner Brothers, of course. Warner Brothers and Home Entertainment who organized uh, the press roundtable at New York Comic Con where I got to sit and talk to Batman. Insane. Then we got uh, Jim Fletcher, again, executive creative director of DC Collectibles. That guy is one of the most eccentric, awesome dudes. Like, It was so nice of him to take his time to do that. So shout out to him. Thank you so much. Uh, BOF, Batman on Film, this is another podcast, they have some YouTube stuff going as well. Um, yeah man, Batman on Film rules, uh, Ryan Haas from there, we didn't end up meeting up, but I did, we did, both did Batman Beyond interviews, we literally must have been like five feet from each other, but he did like the different style, which is called Step and Repeat, which is like, you're on camera, I did the press round table where I was just filming them, um, and it was my first time, I didn't have like a third party to, to film me and stuff. So I had to do the filming, I had to do the sound, and the interviewing. So I was like, I'll sit at this press round table. That's good enough. Uh, if you let me sit at a table with Batman, I, I think I'm good. Um, still waiting for uh, people to join. I hope that means we're still recording because I've been talking for quite some time. <laughs> I haven't posted again to this uh, Instagram profile in a while, so that could be why. You know, We just don't have a lot of uh, engagement, but that's why we're back. And again, opportunity to make uh, videos on the YouTube channel and the podcast. Um, 
DC, DCU, DC Universe. As I said, they had a big presence, obviously, in New York Comic Con at the DC booth. Also, they had this off, uh, excuse me, off-site uh, pop-up. It's technically a pop-up store, Harley Quinn pop-up. There were Batman 80th pop-ups all year because it's 2019. I did a video about that, or I mentioned that in a video, and I also did a whole video um, about this DCU HQ thing for Harley Quinn. And it's called, I think it was something, the exhibit was something along the lines of like the beautiful emancipation of, it's a play on the whatever the title of the Birds of Prey movie is, uh, of, but instead of emancipation, it was something else. The point is that it showcased the history of Harley Quinn throughout the years, starting with her, uh, creation on the Batman the Animated Series in 1992, all the way up to now with Birds of Prey. Behind the scenes stuff, uh, what the character means to people, blah, 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 all these exhibits set up. There was like uh, green screen stuff where people, I saw Jokers in cosplay. It was funny seeing like a Joker person in a cosplay do this green screen thing at a Harley exhibit. Um, yeah, so you know, that new Birds of Prey trailer dropped like three or four days before con, whatever it was. Uh, we actually talked about that on the DC Collect Guest podcast. Speaking of that, shout out to Toy Shiz. He was my uh, he was my guest on there. Toysha's freaking rules. We talk all about speaking of Comic Con, uh, New York Comic Con reveals for uh, DC and a bunch of other stuff right before Con. So that was a pre Con pre-show basically. Now you're gonna get again live interviews uh, for our Con show. So stay tuned for that this week as well as of course the Above and Batman Beyond interviews, which there was a pre speaking of pre-shows uh, last week. Um, there was a pre-show that we did for the Above and Batman Beyond podcast, so tune into that. iTunes, SoundCloud, and again, Above and Batman Beyond on YouTube. I uh, got three of those videos, including the Harley Quinn thing that I was just telling you about. That video is uh, with the Above and Batman Beyond stuff because I was so pumped to talk about my interviews in the pre-show. Um, of course, Batman himself, Kevin Conroy. Oh, actually, sorry, before I did that, Gotham Geek Girl. Gotham Geek Girl, if I didn't mention her before, she was... Uh, a third of our film crew and also is super talented because she does it all. She brought a camera this time. Uh, she was doing interviews, she writes, she cosplays. She was literally cosplaying the day we did the collectibles interview all over the place. True, uh, true geek, true member of the Gotham tribe of nerds. Uh, and But also press, legit. And was at one of the press round tables. Check her stuff out, Gotham Geek Girl. She's gonna be having stuff. Uh, I believe coming on YouTube as well, she is going, I'm going to have guest spots of her if she wants, I'm, I'm sure she will, uh, on the DC Collective Cast podcast, and then of course uh, on our YouTube channels, Comic Book ITL and Above and Batman Beyond, because she interviewed the Bat as well, she interviewed the Batman Beyond, she interviewed all the same people, it was really cool. We couldn't sit at the same table, there were like three tables when they shuffled all the press in there, and it's like, you're being like herded like cattle, it's nuts. Uh, by the way, this is my first ever... This is the other reason I had to talk about this because like I haven't had anyone to like sit down with, sit down with right after con to really like nerd out with. So I had gotten press passes to Toy Fair before. I never gotten press passes to a con. You know, this is like more up my alley. I mean, toys obviously it's one of the one of the things that's up my alley. But let's be real, like all the things that the toys are based on, it's the pop culture itself. Um the stars, all that. Like, I'm kind of on the Hollywood side of Comic-Con anyway, as much as I love the comics. I'm more of, I always say, like an animated guy. I, I'm, I came up through the animation, TV, film, even more TV. So, like, this is my thing. And that animated series, when I was a kid, Batman the Animated Series, then beyond, everything I talk about in the Above and Batman Beyond show, what that show, what Batman Beyond meant to me as a kid, uh, you know, Got me through one of the worst times of my life. And then this podcast, The Above and Batman Beyond Show, starting that, 
in in June of uh, what was it, 2017. You know, I started podcasting January of 2017. The shows were uh, uh, they're they're cr- so cringeworthy even up until like six months ago. But even stuff like that, like all this work that goes into getting to where I am now. Um, but all that was like approximating geek journalism, but it wasn't quite geek journalism. And, and even Toy Fair, again, awesome. And I had press passes there. Not interviewing kind of the talent yet was was still like, it was a big, let's say, uh, bucket list on the, on the geek journalism checklist. And, and then to have a Batman Beyond podcast, and then the 20th of Beyond, and then for my first con ever to have press passes to all that. Culminating to meeting the bat himself. I mean, I met him last year at Comic-Con, but it was more like a fan interaction, and I like almost had a panic attack. He did, that's where we have the uh, him doing the, this is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, telling you to go, and I like doing the plug. Uh, so that was amazing, obviously. Met my hero. But interviewing him, like, being like, I belong in this room type thing, officially, like, with permission from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, that was the feeling of that. <sighs> nuts, man. Absolutely nuts. Um, I really hope again. This is uh, I'm, this is fine content for the podcast and for the uh, YouTube video. I'm just hoping that uh, it's actually recording. <laughs> so I'm not worried about whether or not we're getting the Q's and A's so far. Uh, but yeah, man. Those were I gave my shout outs. I gave the Q and A uh, recaps, or I sorry, I gave the uh, recap stuff for the uh, panel. Jim Fletcher, DC Collectibles. Check out the DC Collecticast podcast. Thank you uh, for everyone. Submit your con experience. I want to hear like what Comic Con was like for you guys. I uh, I've kind of always gone to these things as like I've treated them kind of worky. Unfortunately, I've always been a fan of this stuff. But when I started going to con was when I had the Comic Book International blog, and then that built up to like my first ever press thing, getting me into the first Toy Fair and so on. So like I've always kind of treated it like where I really want to hear it from like. And next year I I'm taking either an extra day, whatever it is. It's either if three to four or two to three. I'm taking an extra day fan stuff. No need to feed, to post anything. No need for news. I'm such a news junkie and like, you know, workaholic with this stuff. I need to go as a fan. So I want to know, please, fan experience, New York Comic Con. Um, and then here's some other stuff that I also wanted to talk about today. Uh, the El Camino trailer that dropped for Netflix and then also the Picard trailer. Now this was also in case I didn't get uh, any Q's and A's and uh, it worked out. Because <laughs> uh, I guess people haven't caught on yet. But, so I'll start with the, this El Camino movie. Now this is, and why I say New York Comic Con, I don't know if I said that, but these are New York Comic Con related because the Picard trailer, this is trailer number two, this dropped uh, right around the same time as Comic Con or one of the nights of Comic Con. El Camino, to be clear, didn't, this is the Breaking Bad sequel movie, uh, Netflix original, again, Breaking Bad sequel movie, which is also gonna be in theaters, we'll talk about that in a second, but it's like, that wasn't exactly Comic-Con, but they had a huge presence at Comic-Con. They had this outdoor exhibit. My friend Juice, uh, shout out to Juice, Jesse, my lifelong friend. Uh, I've known him since fifth grade, best friends. He was at Con. We didn't, unfortunately, get a chance to meet up because I was, again, being shuffled around like cattle. Press work is insane. And uh, he actually got to you know feel like a human at Con and went to the El Camino thing. Uh, they had a whole exhibit where it was like they set up like a uh, makeshift meth lab, <laughs> much like the show and everything like that. So that was set up. So both of these are like con related. Now let's get into, we'll start with El Camino and then we'll get into uh, Picard. 
I like. I was very excited for this. My co-host on uh, above Batman Beyond. Shout out at Batman Beyond fan page. Eli uh, wouldn't be here without you, including the press stuff. So thank you so much uh, for all your help with the podcast, everything else, and uh, I know we we're going to talk about this on the Update Nerd Style Show, but I wanted to. I wanted to uh, get this. Get this out. Uh, oh, what's up, Lego? Dot Lily. I'm going to give you a little wave there. Boom. Oh, didn't there it is. <laughs> what up? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I wanted to be excited for this. I was like, oh, you know, like I trust the people making this. I did have a little hesitation with the uh, Better Call Saul series. I admittedly didn't give that like a huge chance. I also, I think I watched the whole first episode. I don't know. I, I, my my initial reactions to these. Actually, let's before we get an initial reaction. We'll, we'll go over details and what I think is, uh, let's get into some positives. I think what's positive about this, uh, let's talk about release stuff. Uh, it's coming out in theaters as well as, as on Netflix. Now, you know, the audience nowadays, we've all been streaming at this point, if you're under the age of whatever, for going on 10 years, if not longer. We're the streaming generation, the whole future is streaming. Uh, it makes total sense to release something on Netflix and not make people wait, but also do a theatrical thing so that you can get that same theatrical experience. I love that they're doing that. The same thing with The Irishman, directed by Martin Scorsese. Big profile stuff. Uh, they also, apparently, this is fun trivia if you, in case you didn't know this, Netflix bought a theater, one of the main like LA theaters, I forget uh, which one, comment if you know, uh, here on Instagram, but and you know YouTube, wherever, but they bought a theater so that they could, because there's a rule for the Academy that to, to be eligible for an Oscar, you have to like screen your movies at a theater to whatever loophole it is. So like, all right, we'll just buy a theater. <laughs> uh, so Netflix, of course, did that because they have all the money. I like that it comes out in theaters. Uh, it's gonna be released October 11th. Uh, again, Netflix and limited theaters, they're saying. Now, uh, I don't know. Let, let me get into my initial reactions here. Initially, initially, I hesitate because these movies are, or sorry, a good series, any good series, The Sopranos, especially Breaking Bad, is arguably like among, it, for me, it's top five easily. Like I have absolutely no problem putting that show in, in top five best series of all time. Now I say that like I am very strict about that and part of that goes to strong endings and and tight writing. Like even the Sopranos doesn't make that cut. I think Sopranos would make that cut if the first season was was truncated. Like if you just recap the first season what I would say to people, watch the first the pilot episode of the entire series, then jump to the season 2 recap, watch the whole show, almost perfect television. There's still some stinkers in there though. Sopranos in my opinion, this is all just me, right? But it, like, Breaking Bad was so tightly written. Another example, uh, The Wire, so tightly written. I'll even say that Breaking Bad, I, like, some of, The Wire technically is, like, all good, but, like, even some of season two, for me, at least personally, now I'll get a little personal, I, a little falls off a little bit, but then... Breaking Bad is even better. Like, it's definitely even above the wire for me. Then they were like, Better Call Saul. I'm like, why water down the potency of something that ended so strong that, like, 
And then this is a sequel? Like, at least with the prequel, I was like, all right, it had such a strong ending that prequels, you at least get away with this idea of like, you kind of can't ruin the ending because it's just talking about what happened before. And you can leave out Walter White, you know, spoilers, five years ago, he's dead. <laughs> like, uh, you don't have to worry about that. Cranston can move on. And even Pinkman can move on. Like, I... So... And, and then to split it off to Pinkman, because that's what this movie is about, this this uh, El Camino movie, because it's the El Camino that drives away from the just notoriously insane experience that he had at this, you know, Aryan white race uh, brotherhood Nazi compound meth lab place where he was imprisoned and lashed and scarred up and like horror movie type stuff chained up and forced to to cook the you know uh the infamous blue meth from walter white so his ptsd from this his experience of this driving away ah, and then also laughing like that emotion all for me like all i needed was that and i liked it the the, the openness of that ending like i liked the idea that possibly this kid who Let's face it, like, part of his arc was never really, like, he kind of got it together at, at some points, but then, I don't know, like, the show never let you, let him have peace. Never. Never. So, like, this gives him that opportunity. Also, I'll say his PTSD from that, this is something I wrote down that hit me during the trailer. His PTSD from that is unimaginable. Unimaginable. Now we have to... Now we can't imagine it because they're showing it to us. You know, it's like that Hitchcock thing of, I was going to say Hitchcockian, but that sounds <laughs> gross. Uh, like, it, it's, it's like the Hitchcock thing of, you know, you're not seeing everything, but it's the flashes. It's the even chocolate syrup, not red blood. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure some black and white stuff, if I'm not remembering correctly, was, was part of that. Of Like, you don't need to see everything. Uh... To, to for it to be scary and like this is an another example this obviously isn't horror but his ptsd is unimaginable why do i have to see what it's like for him to to reflect on that you know we see the stream where we know that mike got killed by uh walter white we he it looks like he's in walter white's old house it looks like he's cooking meth again i don't like I don't know. We see the picture of uh, Andrea. Adria? I, sorry, now I'm, I, I'm forgetting. I think it's Andrea. Like, that whole thing of him. And then we don't see Brock, too. You know, they interviewed uh, Jonathan Winter. Not Jonathan Winters. <laughs> That's a famous comedian from back in the day. Jonathan Banks, I believe is his name. The guy who played Mike. Um, really close relationship with him and Pinkman. Kind of one of the father figures of that. But they interviewed the actor after one of those recaps. Chris Hardwick did excellent. That show, that, uh... What was it? Uh, Talking Bad. It was like the Talking Dead things, but talking, but Breaking Bad. In the last season, he was doing those, and it was they were great uh, after show. But Hardwick was interviewing him. And Jonathan Banks was like, you know, after the series was over, he goes, "What do you think Jesse did to Jonathan Banks after the end of the show? Like, what do you think Jesse did?" And he goes, "I like to think he went straight to Brock, the kid." And it's like I like to think that too. Like, best of all the world, I get to at least have that hope. But like I said before, though, there's that openness of maybe this guy's never going to get peace. 
Now, he also might end up seeing Brock. But, you know, we we definitely know now that takes away from what Jonathan Banks said, Mike said. Not putting this on him, but, like, now we know he doesn't go straight to see Brock. He goes to see Skinny Pete. We see him take a shower at Skinny Pete's or whatever, and, like, he's all lashed up and scarred up. And, I mean, I know he's got scars. I know he's going to be filthy. I know that he's probably got a gun in his pocket. I know that... He's got the El Camino from the title. Like, I don't I don't know what this movie is supposed to give me that I'm supposed to want. And do I want... Like, the selfish part of me with all this stuff... Again, I, Breaking Bad's top... That's why I started saying this. Top whatever shows. It is still... Like, why, though, take away from it with potential... Or, sorry, so that means I want... Um, I want more of it, selfishly. It's like, I, do I want more Sopranos, technically? Sure. And I am actually excited for this... Uh, what's it called? This um, The Sopranos movie, because he's younger. And it's like the loophole that I said with... What I was hoping, Better Call Saul, would, it would have been at least... Uh, I don't know. It wasn't for me, and I didn't give it a chance, like I said, maybe. But it, like... If Better Call Saul... Like, at least, again, the, the power that that had was that it's a prequel, so you don't have to worry about sequelizing. Um, I, that's why, again, I'm excited for... Or, I forget where I was going with this. I don't know. El Camino... I, I, you know, it looks like Vince Gilligan's back. I didn't look into it specifically. They definitely... There was an interview with him. I, I'm sure he's all behind it. I just... It, it doesn't seem... Uh, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see it. Let, let's do that. So today is the uh, 9th. In two days, this comes out Friday, October 11th in select theaters. And then also, it's like at this point, it's a franchise. And it, it's a, what did I put here? It's an artful show with an artful ending. And I'm just worried that, again, this is going to take away from the potency of the series, especially after uh, Better Call Saul kind of already did that for me. Oh, this is what I said about it. It's, it seems to me like if if I'm right about my skepticism here, kind of like an unnecessary epilogue and then also a franchise that I didn't want or need like I'm sorry I don't need this at this point if you have three of something it's pretty much a franchise if you just do this prequel series that not everybody's into that's one thing a lot of people are it's a better call Saul and I'm sure quality of it Vince Gilligan's heavily involved whatever but like I'm not trying to dismiss it when I say whatever it's just the whatever it is it's not for me as I said um it's just a franchise I, I at least I don't need and I don't want but if it's good hey bring it it's also positive side to wrap it on this and then I'll get into Picard um, actually you know what I'll do Picard next time in the interest of time but like this is uh, what was I going to say oh, fuck I forgot what I was going to wrap it with but the point is yeah I, I don't know oh sorry the positive of it is that it at least uh, is a movie and not a series. So, like, and why I say that is that Better Call Saul, you have the, like, risk of, and by risk, you don't have to please me, but you have the risk of people like me who might not be into it. And then they have to, a series is a long time. Um, a movie, you just, it's like one shot. It's like, a, it's like an episode and a half of Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was already cinematic. You just, it's like two episodes of Breaking Bad, basically. So it's not, it's kind of low risk. Um, I don't know, maybe a franchise in terms of movie series of Breaking Bad movies. Cool, the Breaking Bad movie series, I'll take it, if it's good. But, I, I don't know. 
and this is weird. You know, it's also weird. I'll, I'll say this, and I don't, I don't believe in like psychic stuff. Not to disregard it. It's just personally, again, not my thing. Uh, my co-host, he was like, "You gotta watch this trailer. Gotta watch Sherlock." For some reason, I kept putting it off. I saw my again, my friend Jesse at uh, at New York Comic Con, like at the exhibit. You know, the the activation thing with the El Camino thing, the meth lab, and I, I still didn't watch it. And I'm like, but I wasn't deliberately not watching it. And I kept saying, I was like, I can't believe you haven't watched it. None of these things were kind of going through my head, but the second that trailer started rolling, I'm like, maybe just, in my head, I was like, I kind of knew this of, I don't need more Breaking Bad. It was already so good. Um, so the second that trailer kind of started rolling, I was like, but, uh, what, what, what is it? Uh, cautious optimism. I'm cautiously optimistic. So again, this is uh, our first ever CBI Live. Hopefully uh, this recording, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, either way, I hope uh, we get some more Q's and A's. Maybe we'll go on a uh, kind of like higher volume profile that has been used in quite a while. But that's also why I'm doing it on this, uh, at Comic Book INCL Instagram, because I wanna get this going. I wanna get more content on here, get more engagement, get you guys back on here. Also talking about stuff like El Camino. Um, talking about even like both the collectible show and the Batman Beyond show and this, it's too much to put on just a Batman Beyond podcast. It's not fair to those people. I don't kind of want to like, that's a very niche show that I have. I don't want to, you know, I'll talk about other stuff, plug other stuff. I don't want to devote entire episodes to that. Or DC Collecticast. It's like, the, you know, El Camino is not about that. Uh, or is a full con recap. So, um, yeah, this I thought... I, it was fun for me uh, to get all this out. Hopefully, it's uh, fun to listen to. I'm going to rewatch it. If it sucks, uh, obviously, I won't post enough. <laughs> um, yeah, tune in for more. Again, at Comic Book INTL is where you'll find the uh, live show if you're ever uh, if you ever want to watch it live. Comic Book INTL on YouTube. We got the uh, what else? At Comic Book INTL on Twitter to post other, uh, to plug other social media. At Batman Beyond Podcast. That's our Above and Batman Beyond show with interviews from and there's interview clips on that Instagram uh, from. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Will Friedle, the voice of Batman Beyond. Producers, cast and crew from the New York Comic Con official press roundtable uh, for the Batman Beyond 20th. Oh, and get, I can't believe I didn't say this. The Warner Brothers Home Entertainment box set of Batman Beyond. The whole series was remastered. Uh, 52 episodes and Return of the Joker and a crap ton of special features. But they do like a split screen of the, uh, what is it? Uh, like the remaster next to the old you know before pre-remaster bunch of stuff uh all right plugs at gotham geek girl we got uh also her interview as well as jim fletcher her interview with jim fletcher sorry i paused there <laughs> uh, my interview with jim fletcher right at the dc comics booth uh at new york comic-con pretty nuts dc comics colorist chris sotomayor interviewed him at comic-con i was supposed to have an interview with john timms but i do have an email interview with him coming uh, unfortunately i couldn't meet up with him literally at like the website I don't know what happened. He was not at... Some other artist was at his booth. I think maybe they switched at some point. But I try to see John Timms. That's the point. Um, also, what else? Chris Sotomayor, John Timms, Greg Horn, the Batman Who Laughs slash Bat, uh, Harley Who Laughs. And then Gotham Geek Girl did that Harley Who Laughs uh, cosplay. So check out her stuff at Gotham Geek Girl on Instagram. Uh, Batman on Film. Check out their podcast. They're going to have a bunch of stuff coming. They also did Batman Beyond Interview. So very applicable here to our network. Batman himself, Kevin Conroy. Thank you for being my hero. Uh, thank you for being, like they say, don't be your heroes. This guy, like, really proved that wrong, honestly. It's just, I <sighs> can't believe I didn't cry. <laughs>
Um, I have, again, Above and Batman Beyond on YouTube, not just the uh, podcast, but the YouTube channel. I've really got that going. I have three videos on there. I got with Lauren Tom, the uh, voice of Dana Tan, Will Friedle, the voice of Batman Beyond, and then um, Kevin Conroy himself. Those three are on there. I have more coming, again, from like Alan Burnett, Andrea Romano, James Tucker. Nuts. Jim Fletcher's coming on the uh, Comic Book INTL. The DC Collecticast stuff, I think I'm going to put on the Comic Book INTL because that's not, you know, beyond niche specific. And uh, this will be on there as well. Update Nerd Style, subscribe to that. It's the audio show. And we'll be doing an episode's update. We got the Horror Halloween, Horrible October. What is it? Horrible Horror October. That's it. With uh, Owen Kinnear, at Head Owen on Instagram. And uh, a new episode of that. He's already posted one of those. He, he reviewed Rubber. <laughs> so check out that insanely weird, philosophically, ostensibly boring, or maybe just it is boring movie, uh, Rubber. It's crazy. Your con experience, submit that. I want to see what Comic-Con was like for you guys, again, as a fan. And I am going next year, as I said, a third or a fourth, fourth day just for me as a fan. Got to do it. Um, I got Picard coming. That was an NYCC trailer. Other NYCC trailers, let us know. Comment uh, either on YouTube or here on Instagram. Let us know what we missed trailer-wise. The Harley Quinn, there was a trailer for that. Let us know what you thought of that. They did a whole thing in Madison Square Garden for that. Uh, that series is coming to the DC Universe. Shout out to DC Universe. Shout out to Warner Brothers and DC Comics. Uh, I was about to say, this has been Benjamin David telling you to go above and Batman Beyond, but that's not the show. Uh, this is Benjamin David telling you to go CBI Live. How's that? Uh, but yeah, first episode ever, CBI Live. Tune in, guys. Thank you. Oh, and my plugs. Uh, I am at Benjamin of David on Instagram, and check out my writing, C506, uh, collectible506.com. Shout out to Johan Morales, my editor over there, for those press passes to New York Comic Con. And again, making my dreams come true. Um, sitting right there in Neo-Gotham at the Javits Center in Manhattan. Nuts. <laughs> uh, and again, thank you for tuning in, Lego Lily and whoever else uh, is watching this. Next time, Q's and A's, tune in. Uh, yeah, submit your stuff here on Instagram or wherever. All right, guys. Later. <laughs>